0: This is a presentation of DSP Media. All right, folks, Buckeye Blitz time. I'm Tito Jeff Thudoff. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, first bit of news: C.J. Stroud named one of the four Heisman finalists for this year, um, and deservedly so. He's not going to win it this year, uh, you know. I imagine uh, the quarterback Alabama is going to win it, but you know, nonetheless, still a great honor. He's a redshirt freshman quarterback, and he is um, one of the four finalists. So good for him. The bowl Perry's been released, and the Buckeyes are headed to Pasadena to take on the Utah Utes. Uh, this is where we live in now, where the Rose Bowl is a letdown for Ohio State and Ohio State fans. It, I, anytime someone says gets disappointed about that, and rightfully so, Ohio State should have uh, had enough talent to play for the national championship, being the CFP. But um, remember the Cooper years, the pre-BCS years, when the Rose Bowl was the desired location for the Buckeyes in January. That's no longer the case, I know, but it's not the worst case scenario either. Uh, the Buckeyes still get to go take on a quality Utah team. Utah's going to be up for this game. It's their first time playing in the bowl game. The Pac 12 champ Utes take on the Buckeyes January 1st. And um, I expect, and I hope, I actually do hope, that the guys departing for the draft that are going to be high draft vo- choices choose to bypass the Rose Bowl for Ohio State. As a fan, sure, I want to see Garrett Wilson out there. I like to see the full um, array of wide receivers, uh, offensive linemen, defensive players. I like to see all that out there. But it makes no sense for someone like Garrett Wilson to play in the bowl game. Uh, the risk isn't worth the reward. Remember what happened with uh, Jalen Smith. He was a potential high draft pick, high first-round pick out of Notre Dame, and uh, was injured against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl, I think it was back in 2016. But he slipped to the second round, and he cost himself really millions of dollars by playing in that bowl game. And so, look, if you're guaranteed, or at least very likely, a high first-round pick, you don't need to play in the bowl game. I get if you're playing for the national championship, you probably want to do it then. But you don't need to play in the bowl game. if it's a if it's a non playoff game. It's just not necessary. if If you've already got enough uh, highlights on tape, you need to start prepping for your pro day. get ready to go. So um, you know, it, it's probably your your parents and grandparents probably disagree with that because of the generation and what they grew up watching. But that's the way it is now. Much like what I talked about, how I had no problem with what Quinn Ewers did with transferring from Ohio State after being here for less than a a year, really. This is a business. College football is the minor leagues for the NFL. Don't look at it any other way. Don't worry about loyalty to the school and all these things. College football is nothing but a minor league factory for the NFL. That's what it is. Um, Players have to look out for themselves the same way the coaches do. Um, There's coaches like Brian Kelly, who left their team and aren't coaching in a bowl game. Uh, you know, Lincoln Riley, the same thing that happens. It's a business. Hold everyone to the same standard, which is look out for themselves. Really, that's all they have to do. We have a few weeks to break down that Utah matchup. Uh, plenty of time to break it down. This will be the 16th Rose Bowl for Ohio State, the first to be Washington in 2019. And when I looked that up, I was surprised. I thought Ohio State had been there more than 16 times. Um, they're eight and seven all time. The Cotswold playoff committee got it right. We got the four best teams. Uh, switch over to basketball. The Ohio State men. Uh, won 76-64 to 64 in State College against Penn State on Sunday, and it was one of the most impressive wins of the season for Chris Holtman's squad. Now, I'm not putting above the Duke win, obviously, but winning on the road in the Big Ten is no sure thing. Uh, the Buckeyes kept the Nittany Lions at arm's length uh, for the majority of the game, leading by as many as 18 points before settling on the on the 12-point win. Penn State was in six, and the crowd was into it, and the Bryce Jordan Arena is really an underrated environment in college basketball, but the Buckeyes were able to withstand that rally. It was important because Ohio State, again, got some help from someone not named E.J. Liddell. Liddell did have 14 points, 5 rebounds, but Kyle Young led the team with 16 points, made all four of his three-point attempts. OSU's bench outscored Penn State's 29-5. to Things like that mean something as we look towards February and March, when the Buckeyes are playing for Big Ten Championship, and a solid performance in the NCAA tournament, hopefully, at least more solid than last year when they got beat as the number two seed by number 15. Um, Towson visits Ohio State Wednesday. The Buckeyes host Wisconsin on Saturday, with college ball being out of the way for the most part, except for the classic Army-Navy game. You'll see more Saturday afternoon games for the Buckeyes. It's a noon Saturday. Um, I'll be watching to make sure Ohio State doesn't have a letdown when they take on Towson, and I want to see the energy execution against the Badgers. I want to see how that looks for Ohio State. The Badgers also a top 25 team, just like the Buckeyes. Ohio State's 6-2 on the season, ranked 21st in the AP poll, number 22 in the coaches poll. The OSU women improved to 6-1 with a 70-53 win over Purdue in the Big Ten opener for the Buckeyes. Taylor Mikesell uh, and Braxton Miller scored 16 points each in the win. Ohio State hosts Mount St. Mary's on Tuesday, Indiana on Sunday. This is the Buckeye Blitz. Follow me on Twitter, at That Happens. I'll be back again later on this week. We'll start talking more to the basketball teams and where they're at um, after these next couple of games.